turn with me to the book of Acts. On Friday night, we've been looking at this, and I want to continue uh, talking about ministering to the Lord. In Acts 13, verse 1. Everybody happy? You know how blessed we are to be able to do this and do it the way we do it? Mm, Have our own places, Branson and here to meet in, everything paid for? (laughs) Huh? Have a good government that doesn't tell us what we can preach and what we can't preach? Be free, be comfortable, warm, padded chair. How blessed are we? How blessed are we? We are so blessed. These times really are precious. You don't want to take them for granted. There will never be another night exactly like tonight with the group, this exact same group, this exact same time together with the Lord. This And, you know, the Lord, whatever He does, the Scripture said, it's forever. And spiritual things uh, never end, and they never fade and grow old. That's an amazing thing. Uh, And you'll know this to be true if you walk with the Lord for any length of time, even being born again. You really get to thinking about it and talking about it. It can be as fresh to you as it just happened. The Lord can... Why? Because it didn't get old. And so things that... uh, that happen in situations like this later on, a thousand years from now, we'll, we'll talk about it. Because it'll be something the Lord did or the Lord began working and His Word never stops. That same Word that maybe started on a Friday night will still be working 10,000 years from now. It'll just be expanding like the universe <laughs> is still expanding when He said, Light. B. Uh, Acts 13, verse 1 says, There were in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers. He mentions the names of five men, I believe it is, Barnabas and Simeon and Lucius and Manian and Herod. And verse 2, excuse me, I, I said the wrong thing. Back up verse 1. Uh, Manion has brought up with Herod, not Herod, and Saul. Verse 2, as they did what? As they ministered, not, not to the people, not to each other, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said something. Separate me, or to me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. So this was not a matter of these uh, prophets and teachers calling these individuals. They had already been called. And the Spirit of God says He wants them set apart or you could say, looking at the rest of the passage, launched into this ministry that He had already called them to. Men can't call you. A group or organization can't call you or anoint you. Only the Holy Spirit can. He said, uh, separate to me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Verse 3, and when they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. Verse uh, 4, so they being sent forth. Not by men, but by the Holy Spirit, departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. And if you follow the narrative, amazing things happened. They preached the gospel. People got saved. People got delivered. People got healed. Signs and wonders. Churches were founded and developed into huge. You know, sometimes people talk about, uh, I actually heard somebody that said to us one time in Branson that they... uh, they didn't like that church. It was too big. They wanted a New Testament church, a small one. Well, man, they hadn't read their Bible. 
Compared to New Testament churches, our churches are small. They had 3,000 saved one day. That's how they started. And then later they had thousands more saved. And then it says that people were being added to the church daily. So these churches were tens of thousands or scores of thousands. So um, don't make excuses. You hear people say, well, I, I, I just don't want to be in a place where nobody knows me. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> right? And we got teams. That's what the teams are for. Well, there's a lot could be said about that. But uh, in this environment is where they heard direction that changed their lives and the lives of many people that they wound up ministering to. It was obviously God. There is an atmosphere and an environment that is conducive to the Holy Spirit speaking. And it is the atmosphere of ministering to the Lord. Everybody say ministering to the Lord. Many church-going people don't know much about this. The only side they know about is being ministered to. Come to church, get preached to, get taught, and that's good. You need to be fed. Uh, need to be fed. But we also need to do some ministering. Not just being ministered to, but ministering to Him. Now, this word minister, like we said, uh, it's also translated serve. And uh, you could uh, understand it in the same work that a a waiter does at a restaurant or a waiter at table. It literally means to attend or to wait on. So what... uh, What does a a person that's going to wait on you in the restaurant do? They come. What do they want to know? What do you want? They don't come and tell you what you're going to eat. (laughs) Right? Or tell you what you're going to do. (laughs) We were out. uh, Me and a couple of friends were out riding motorcycles one day. We'd been riding all day and we were kind of dusty and rough looking. We stopped by this uh, uh, Thai place. We saw it. We thought, well, okay, we'll try that. And we're way, you know, a long way from home. And uh, this uh, older lady came out that was uh, part of the family that ran the church, uh, the church, the, the restaurant. And uh, so we're hungry and thirsty. And, and uh, uh, she came around to pour water. And one of the guys is with us. He said, no, no, thanks. I don't want any water. She said, oh, yes. Yes, you had some. I don't want to have to walk back over here. <laughs> and, boy, she told, she, she straightened us up. And, uh, and then she came back. We, we were hungry, and we ordered all kind of stuff. And she came back over, and she said, why do you order so much? Where's your wives? <laughs> Where's our wives? <laughs> And then one of the other younger ladies came over and said, sorry for mama. So I said, no, she's great. She's great. But generally, waiters don't tell you what you're going to get. But we didn't correct mama because mama was mama around there. We could tell. She said, oh, no, you're going to have some water because I'm not. Come back over here in just a minute when your glass is half full. (laughs) So, uh. But when it comes to God, how many think we should not come to Him and tell Him what, what we're going to do and tell Him what we, you know needs to be done for Him? We should come and, and wait before Him and minister, tell Him how wonderful we, we know that He is and how great that He is and how much we love Him and, and praise Him and also, what can I get you? Right? What, what do you want, Father? What can I get you? And here's the amazing thing. Heartfelt praise and worship, which includes more than just singing. That's what we're going to see in just a moment. 
is something that can bless, I shouldn't say can, if it's heartfelt, it blesses the Father. It ministers to Him. And this is, a, this is an amazing thing that we who are dependent on Him for our every breath and the gravity that holds our feet on the ground, we can give something to the giver that's valuable to Him, that He enjoys, that He'll receive. I know years ago I was able to teach in, in Brother Hagin's Bible School on the subject of praise. And that summer as I was preparing to teach later in the fall, I was, you know, the Lord's helping me and I was seeing revelation about it. And I just sat back in my chair one day and I thought, what I just told you, I can give to the giver something he actually likes. I, uh, Phyllis and I gave a, a minister friend of ours here recently a, a really nice clock. Really nice thing, and because uh, the Lord prompted us to, and He just I hadn't told you yet, but He uh, He told me this afternoon it was beautiful, and He really really liked it. Well, that blessed us. Doesn't it bless you if you give somebody something and they like it? Yes. They like it. Can we give something to God that He likes? How many think that's that's big? We're talking about him who sits on the throne, who created the expanse of the universe. You can't impress him with money. Can't impress him with how smart you are. Right? How can you impress the Almighty? You can. With genuine heart love and heart praise, heart worship. And he said this to me while I was meditating on that. I thought, praise God. Father, I can give you something that you enjoy. Yes. And I don't mean I heard an audible voice, but inside he spoke to my heart. He said, yes. But understand this. If you're not enjoying it, don't assume I'm getting much out of it. If we're not, I mean, what if somebody came up to you and said, you're great, you're super, great, great, super, super duper, you're wonderful. You're, what, what do you want to say? Quit. Yeah, just, <laughs> so obviously it's not heartfelt. They're, they're not enjoying it. So God is always, the biggest thing with him is our heart. Yeah. Always. Man looks on the outward appearance. But God looks on the heart, always. Our hearts, our motives are intense, and you can't hide anything from Him. So you might as well get real and stay real, because He sees and knows it all. Said out loud, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. So that means it was longer than 10 minutes because you couldn't just fast for 15 minutes. You had to at least miss a meal, missed one or two or more. So this was hours that they did this. Somebody say hours, hours, hours that they did what? Ministered to the Lord. And one benefit of fasting, if you fast a meal... You don't have to think about what you're going to eat. You don't have to fix what you're going to eat. You don't have to clean up what you, what you ate. It freed up some hours. Freed up some time. Right? <laughs> Even if you were just going to drive through and get it, it freed up having to get out and go somewhere and, and get it or whatever. And you're, you're focusing on that, not on what your flesh wants. You can fast things other than food. Hmm? But you're, you're, you're giving the Lord your full, undivided attention for a space of time. More than 20 minutes. More than an hour. Should we do this today? That was kind of weak. What do you think? Should we do this? Would, is this important? Would this, is it important to actually hear from the Holy Spirit? 
See, a lot of folks, they say, I'm going to seek the Lord, Lord about this, but they just go somewhere and they go, Lord, how about this? Should I do this? And they pace back and forth a few times, maybe pray in tongues real fast. They go, okay, this is what I'll do. And they never heard from the Lord. They knew what they were going to do before they said they were going to pray. You can actually hear from Him. I'm not talking about hearing audible voices. But if you're born again, His Spirit is in you. you got somebody else besides you in here. Another person. And the Spirit bears witness with our spirit. Let us know we're a child of God. If He can let you know you're a child of God, He can let you know something else. In this case, he let them know, all right, boys, time to launch. I've called you. They knew it. He'd been working on them for some time. Then it's acknowledged by these men that they respect, these ministers. And uh, so they launch. And in this environment, they genuinely heard the Spirit of God tell them what to do. And it changed thousands of lives. Worth the time? Yes. <laughs> Look with me, please, in uh, Romans. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God... That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Read the Amplified on this, please. I appeal to you, brethren, in view of the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service and spiritual Worship. Remember we said minister is also, the word minister is also translated serve. We don't just worship with our words and our song. We're to worship with our life. Our life is to be a worship to him. And our life through this physical body is to be a living sacrifice and worship to Him. Hallelujah. Jesus said you can't serve two masters. You can't. Not that it's hard. You can't do it. And when the enemy tried to tempt him to fall down and worship him, he said, you get behind me, Satan. It's written, you'll worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So worship and serve are used together. And you will serve what you worship. If you worship sports, you will serve sports. If you worship cars, you'll serve cars. I know, because for a brief while I did. As <laughs> Phyllis said, yeah, you did. As a teenager, I liked a good fast car. I didn't have any money, but I worked, we worked and made a little bit. And man, I'd spend every extra uh Twenty dollars <laughs> on uh, camshafts and wheels and, and headers and shifters and you name it. Why? I didn't just like cars. I adored them. Yeah. I praised them. Yeah. I thought about them a lot. Yeah. What's that? That's worship. A car is a great way to get around. Could be something good to enjoy. It's a lousy God. 
And I don't care, I don't care if it's a million dollar car. It's metal and glass and rubber and it will not make you into a different person and it will not save you and no matter how long you rub it, you can't fellowship with it. And you can love it, love it, love it and it will never love you back. Ever. You can name it. <laughs> you can say, oh, it's talking to me. It's talking. No, it ain't. It's a machine. It's metal. And it's all going to go away. It's going to rust. It's going to rot. Y'all with me? You can't enjoy a good car like you should unless God is the only one you worship. And you got him in there with you. If he's first in your life and you and you worship him and you put him first and serve him and he gave you a nice car and he's riding with you, you can truly enjoy it. It'll be a blessing and not a burden because it's in its place. And if he deals with you to sow it to somebody tomorrow, you will. If he deals with you to sell it and do something else, give it to a missionary, you will. And you'll do it gladly knowing He'll give you a better one next week or next month. They make new ones all the time, and new ones are improved. But it takes faith to think that way. We only worship God. We worship God only. We don't worship men. We don't worship stuff. We don't worship money. You do understand a lot of people worship money. That's one of the things the Lord said. You can't serve God and mammon. Well, mammon is money deified. A lot of people worship money. They wouldn't say it. They'd deny it. But if you think about it night and day, and you praise it, and you ooh and ah over it, and you think it's the most amazing thing in the world, you worship it. You worship it. We offer up the life that we have in this body down here as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to Him. It's our reasonable service and our spiritual worship. Somebody say spiritual worship. Spiritual worship. We don't just worship God on Sunday morning for a few minutes. We don't just worship God when we're saying I worship you. We can be worshiping God in the way we live yes. on Monday morning. It can be obvious to people around about us that our life is wholly given to him. And we got one God. One God. Our children are not our God. Our profession is not our God. Our spouse is not our God. We're not our own God. Right? Money's not our God. We have one God. One God. And we worship Him. And we serve Him. And are not ashamed and embarrassed for anybody to know it. Because if they're not worshiping that one God, one day they'll cry out and bow their knee anyway. Hopefully not too late. But there is only one God. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. The Almighty who created the heavens and the earth. Amen. You believe it or not? Yes, I believe it. Are you glad to call him your father? Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your father and your God. Yes. Come on, everybody sit out loud without hesitation. Say, I worship you. I worship my, you. Father my father and my God. And my and you, alone, and you alone do I worship. Do I worship? Yes. Only you. Yes. Only you. Amen. Only you. Years ago, I stopped using the word love for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't love pizza. I don't love football. I don't love airplanes. I don't love. I love God. And I love people. You shouldn't, that word is not appropriate. It's too strong 
for other things. I can enjoy it. I can like it. But I only love and worship God. Does that sound okay to you? Revelation 7, would you look here? This is our destiny. This is our future. We might as well get primed for it. Might as well well get acclimated to it now. Revelation 7 and 9. We are reading about the future. This is not fantasy. If you'll hook yourself with it, the Spirit of God will quicken you and show you things to come right now as we read this. This will come to pass more surely than you sitting in this chair. He said, I saw it, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, they stood before the throne. You going to be there? Yes. You going to be there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to be there. Stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes. How many think you'd be a nice white robe? Yes. Huh? How nice. Nicest robe you ever had. Nicest robe I ever had. Clothed in white robes with palms in their hands. Glory to God. And they cried with a loud voice and they said, Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and the elders and the four beasts and they fell before the throne on their faces. And they did what? They did what? They worshipped God. How long have they been there? And what are they doing? And what are they going to keep doing? It'll never get old. It will never get old. Worship God. They said... Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. You know what this is? This is ministering to the Lord. Who are they talking to? Who are they talking about? If you really mean this, if you really believe this, and your heart is that of submission and humility and gratefulness and thankfulness and love and faith, would the Lord know it? Yes. Would it bless Him? Yes. A child telling his father or her father how great he is and how much they love Him and how much they revere Him and, and are thankful. This is blessing the Father. This makes him smile. This pleases him. This ministers to him. We got got through reading about that offering that the Philippians gave Paul. He said it's a fragrance to God. He actually inhales it. People were giving money and things down there, but they weren't just doing it just in the flesh. They were doing it in faith and love, and the spiritual aspect of that came off of it and came up to him. You remember the, uh, the Lord's, the angel said about Cornelius that his prayers and his alms had come up before God. And, and, and the Father was receiving him. And, and that passage went on to say it was well-pleasing to him. It smelled good to him. Spiritual things are real. Much of it we can't, we can't see, we can't hear, we can't smell, we can't touch in the flesh, but it's there. And God smells it and sees it and hears it. <laughs> things of the heart. Things of love and faith. Anybody in here want to make your father smile? <laughs> want to please him when, when he hears you when he sees what you're doing and he hears you hears your words hears your heart thank you Father uh, keep reading where are, where are we 
Thank you. Verse, verse uh, 13. One of the elders answered and said to me, we're getting a preview of our future. Just as sure as you were caught up in the spirit and taken out ever how long it's going to be between now and then and get to watch it and see it and then be brought back here. God's the master of time. He's not confined by time. He was and he is and he is to come at the same time. Can't wrap your head around that. <laughs> Everything we deal with, we, we think it has to have a start and a middle and a finish. He doesn't see things that way. He, he's the great I am. What was he? I am. What will he be? I am. I am. <laughs> he am then. He is. He am now. He am tomorrow and in the future. <laughs> and he's my father. Is he your father? Come on, say, say, say he's my father. One of the elders said, Whoo, look at these robes. <laughs> Who are these? Arrayed in these white robes. Where'd they come from? I said, sir, you know. Sometimes it's what you need to say. The Lord asks you a question. You don't know. You say, you know. He said to me, these are they which came out of great tribulation. They've washed their robes and they made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed yes. in the blood of the Lamb? Yes. Oh, somebody say, I'm washed. I'm washed. If you have faith in Jesus, if you have confessed Him as Lord of your life, then you are washed in the blood of the Lamb. And you're going to have one of these white. Oh, no, you ain't never seen a robe like this. No, this ain't a $3,000 robe. This ain't a $100,000 robe. You could never buy a robe like this. And it fits you. Perfect. And you look good in your white robe. With your palm branch. <laughs> and what are you ready to do? All dressed up. What are you ready to do? What are you ready to do? Not tell God about your problems. Because at that point, you ain't got no problems. All that's in your rear view mirror. <laughs> Verse 15. Therefore... Are they what? Before the throne of God. Oh, oh, oh. I long to be there. And we will be. Soon. You live to be a hundred plus. It's going to come and go so fast. And soon and very soon, we will be at the throne. All the power that keeps all the stars burning and all the planets in their orbits is coming from there. Power. You talk about power. <laughs> power. Off the chart. Power. And all these in these white robes that have been washed in the blood, where are they? Before the throne of God. And they're going to do what? They're going to serve Him. What's your future? Serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sits on the throne shall dwell among them. My, my, my. Talking about the presence of God. We've sensed the presence of God a little bit here and there. We walk with him by faith. We're talking about being in a place where you can just look up and there he is. Wow. <laughs> Whoo! Woo! The prophet that saw him said, he's a fire from his loins up and a fire from his loins down. And the cherubim are there that, that cry out, holy, holy, holy. Somebody said, what color God is? You think God's white? You think God's black? No. What color is God? He's fire color. He's fire. Well, fire's got every color. Is that right? It's got white. It's got red. It's got orange. It's got yellow. It's got black too. It's got all the colors. We come out of him. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Keep reading. We're getting a glimpse of our future. What are we doing in the future? Got a robe on. Looking good. We're at the throne of God. We serve him. You think you'll enjoy serving him? Will it be boring for you? Will it be hard labor for you? No, 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 no. 16. They were hunger no more. Neither thirst anymore. Neither shall the sun light on them or any heat. You'll never again be too hot or too cold. Or sunburnt or hungry or thirsty. So when you get done with this, this heat and cold down here, you're done. You're done. 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 Never. Too hot, never too cold. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and lead them to living fountains of waters and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. All the hurts, all the sorrows, all the terrible things that you went through back in this life, they will be long, gone, distant Memories, you won't even be able to cry about them anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a page we will have turned. Woo. Oh, glory to God. Why do I read all that? Well, there are a number of reasons, but this, again, the recurring thing. What are we doing? We're worshiping and we're serving. Which goes together. Jesus told the devil, you, you worship the Lord your God and, and, and him only you serve. Worship, you will serve what you worship, what you adore, what you idolize, what you love, what you long for. It's what you're going to work for. It's what you're going to give your time for. It's what you're going to spend your money on. And if we have anything else as a God... We're foolish. Foolish. Like Brother Carmen was saying, why look to the stars for your guidance when you look to the one who made him, made the stars? Right? Why ooh and ah over a car when you can look to the God who gave the revelation so that a car exists and he has things that's beyond cars? Right. Have you read, you read his Ezekiel? Recently. Hmm? Because everybody at Faith Life Church reads their chapter. You read about that chariot. You read about God's ride. Man. He has, I don't think I'd call him a machine, but he has vehicles. Hmm. Don't even get hung up on a Ferrari. <laughs> or a Mercedes. God's got something way on out beyond that. And that's great if you can enjoy something down here. Don't get hung up on it. And for sure, don't worship it. It's just, just metal and rubber and leather. Worship the one who will give you the ride you never dreamed about later on. I'm kind of thinking we may have a plane somewhere in our future. It ain't nothing like we've ever seen. And I suspect you wouldn't even need a plane either. Fly without a plane. How about that? <laughs> Revelation 22, the very end of the book, the very end of the Bible. Verse 3. Revelation 22, 3. There shall be... What? No more curse. We really have no idea what that is. That means no thorns, no disease, no decay, no aging. We really, we've never been in a place where there's no curse. Because where we live, the curse is everywhere. It affects everything. No curse. 
But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And what? His servants shall what? Shall serve. Is that you? Is that me? What are we going to be doing? We're going to be happy about it? We're going to be worshiping Him. Well then, we are His children right now. What can we do right now? We can worship Him right now. We can serve Him right now. Here, and what we'll do as we leave this life, we just step up. Our worship becomes higher and greater and stronger, and our service becomes higher and greater and stronger. So we worship God here, we serve God here, and we're going to worship God there and serve God there. We don't need it to be a shock to our system when we get out of here. It needs to be something we've been doing for years and decades, right? And we just transition from one level of glory to a higher. His servants will serve him, verse 4, and they will see his face and his name will be in their foreheads. We're his. We've been bought with a price. He's even going to have his name on us. Anybody want his name on you? Yes, yes, yes. He can put any kind of sign on me he wants to. Right? Do you trust him? It'll be beautiful. It'll be wonderful. And he's going to give us a name, a real name. Not just what your mom and daddy decided to call you. Who knows where they got that name from anyhow. I know you've been going about it by a long time, but God's going to give you your real name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's going to be a name just between you and him yes. that other people don't know. It's going to be wonderful. Wonderful. But let's stir up and practice ministering to him because what you worship is what you serve. And come up to a stronger measure of it in this life. Everybody stand up on your feet. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just lift your hands and start start praising Him. And start worshiping Him. And giving glory to Him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Praise God. Give me a... What is that, brother? Huh? F? Yeah. Oh, come on. Just lift your hands. Lord, we worship you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 What key do y'all do for, for you are worthy? Worthy to be magnified. What key do we that? That seems a little high. That seems low. Go up just a little bit from there, please. Hmm? Come on up to G then. That's that's, that's not right. Go to C. Let's try that out. For you are worthy, worthy to be magnified. You are holy, so holy.
minister to the Lord. In your own words, sing to Him how wonderful He is to you. Oh, you're so glorious, so amazing. Lord, you've been so good to me, so gracious and kind. Been there when I needed you every time. Presence is always with me and you never leave. I give you the glory, give you the praise. Oh, you're so wonderful.
scripture. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that we get to wear the white robe that's washed in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. That we always get to be with you. Oh, there is none. Worship the Lord your God. We worship you and only you. Only you. Because there's no other like you. I worship you. Oh, I trust in your plan for me, Lord. I rest in your choice. I rest in your wisdom. Cause you're always right You always know The best thing for me None like you in the heavens None like you in this atmosphere that the Spirit of God spoke up and said separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work where I've called hallelujah he speaks to people inside he speaks to people through others he speaks through his word he speaks by his spirit 
but he speaks. Hallelujah. 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 think if if you did this for another three hours would it help you could could you get to a place that you hadn't been to aware of God and not distracted by the flesh and, and other things how many know you can do this at home you can do this at home praise be to God praise be to God Praise be to God. Altar workers, would you come to the front? If you've got back to the Lord tonight, don't rush out of here. Come and let these folks shout with you. If you want somebody to pray with you, or if you want to be filled with the Spirit and speak in tongues like you hear us do, they're ready to pray with you for that. This belongs to every believer. Don't let anybody tell you any different. As they ministered to the Lord, fast, it took some time to do it, the Holy Spirit said. And that changes your life. Glory to God. We'll sing it. And as we sing it, we'll be dismissed. We love you. For you are worthy.